0: Hello, you're listening to Creating Real Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Glenn, Senior Teaching Pastor of Brentwood Baptist Church. In today's episode, we're discussing prayer. Let's listen in on the conversation. Well, Mike, you um, I know you have two grown boys, mm-hmm. and uh, you're a grown when, child. At times. Yes. At, at times. Jeannie <laughs>
1: may take exception to that. <laughs>
0: Well, um, so you have some experience of being someone who has watched parents reading mm-hmm. out, and you yourself has been have mm-hmm. been a parent. So when it comes to spirituality, I think there's there's a lot of different things that we want to pass on to our children, and um, and a lot of times it's it's difficult to know how do we how do we pass on our relationship with Christ? How do we pass on um, those things that? Um. Are a part of the of the church, like praying. Um, so, tell me a little bit. Do you have any um, experience with what you've learned from your parents or you yourself as a parent?
1: Uh, first of all, uh, understand you're passing on something. Okay. Okay. So to say, hey, I don't know what I'm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know,
1: if I'm doing this or doing that, you're passing on something. Hmm. And you're doing it in every conversation and every action and every gesture and every conversation with your spouse that you don't think your children are Mm -hmm. hearing. Uh, All of that is part of this um, uh, atmosphere, this uh, setting that that life happens in. And and we always want our children to be less smart than they are. (laughs) But most of the time, our kids are pretty smart at putting things together and... um, and, and, and pulling from them some kind of truth. Okay. Uh, the first thing I would say is, one, you, you cannot pass along what you do not have. You cannot mm-hmm. be something you are not. Your kids will see through that uh, very, very quickly. Um, Prayer, uh, faith—that was the language of the, of my home. My mm. mom played the piano. She loved the great hymns and um, and the old gospel songs. So that was pretty much the soundtrack of my life. <laughs> if they ever did a Mike Glenn movie, it will it will always it, um, the only thing. The amazing the, grace, would the, be the Amazing grace would be throughout the whole thing. And, <laughs> and uh, what a friend we have in Jesus, and all, all of those old great hymns. Mm. Uh, are just part of, uh, or, or part of. They, they were just always in the background. Yeah. My father was a, uh, is a uh, was a man of deep faith, mm-hmm. and even my boys, when uh, when they would go and uh, and stay with my mom and dad, and of course you know run in and jump in and <laughs> into bed with Big John, Uh When it was time for them to get finally get up, they would always tell me the story of how Dad would slide out of the bed and slide onto his knees, mm-hmm. and start the day with with just a few minutes in prayer. Yeah. And the boys learned to expect that and, and respect that mm-hmm. and just say, hey, do you know your daddy does this? Mm-hmm. Did you, do you know Big John does this? Uh, it was not unusual for me to see my father studying for his Sunday school lesson. In fact, I think one of the one of the ways I learned to love Scripture... Was kind of catching that from him, but this was not something that they set out to do. They didn't get up and say, "Hey, I want to make sure Mike sees me reading my Bible today." Right. The reason it was easy for me for uh, uh, for me to see him doing that is he did that a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of what he did, and that was where it was happened. Uh, that's where it happened, and so uh you know he would ask me a question about what he was reading or he would get excited about something he was reading or hmm. or something like that or mom would tell me something that happened at church or something that she you know was praying about and here's how it worked out those were just the natural conversations uh, of our faith of our family hmm. and so when you're uh, when you're a pastor, your your desperate prayer is that your children will will find their faith on their own hmm. and make it their own, right. and they won't just get caught up in the business of church, yeah. or worse, they won't leave hating church. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: uh, that they'll find be able to kind of dig through all all of the stuff and find something that is essential and eternal. Um, so, you know, Jean and I tried to tried to make it uh, as natural as we could in our everyday life and conversation. Um, um so we didn't want to b- beat them over the head or, Hey, you got to do this. Yeah. So we boiled it down pretty quickly to here are have twos and not have tos.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: Bible is a have to, right. Attending worship is a have to being part of the student choir. That's not a have to, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, going on a mission trip is not a have to. Mm-hmm. If you want to, fine. Right. But it's not a have to. Mm-hmm. Now here are the here are the uh, the the two or three things that you have to do. Right, right. Uh in fact, one of our interesting family stories is is Chris quit going to uh by Sunday school when he was 12. <laughs> yeah. He he gets in the car and says, "I'm not going to Sunday school anymore." And I said, "Well, why not?" He said, "Well, they read the story and they look at me and go, "What do you think?" Oh. He said, "I'm 12." <laughs>
0: That's right, right, yeah.
1: I'm twelve. What do they know? What do they care about what I think? Uh, And so we ended up talking with uh, another friend of mine, and he ended up going to an adult Sunday school class from the time that he was twelve on. Wow. Uh, of course, the thing he threw at me was, "You don't go to Sunday school." I said, "Well, I'm working <laughs> during that time. You, know, you would go if you didn't right. weren't working." But
0: he was picking that up, though. Yeah, like, hey, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a requirement for my dad. But so.
1: I have, but I, but I did. You know, tell him, but I have to be in Bible study. Right. This is what, and so this is what you have to do. But the rest of it wasn't, yeah. wouldn't have to. Uh, when. When I was taking them to school, uh, I, I, I loved taking them to school. In the morning, uh, there was always a Bible in the car. Mm-hmm. We would read two or three verses, and we would talk about it and we would pray going into school. Yeah. And, and one of the heartbreaks of my life was watching them drive off to school when they were 16, yeah. and I wasn't in the car anymore. Yeah. And, I, and I missed those moments.
0: <laughs> well, and that also speaks to you have an intentional time right now too. Yeah. And um, and making sure that you like you and Jeannie were on the same page right. about what we want to do and how we are praying for you know how you're praying for your kids mm-hmm. and um, when you talk about I know that um, when you're in the church and you're you know you're a pastor um, that's probably part of the fabric of your life. You were talking about right. making sure that you're not praying. You're praying that it's not um, just the business of church right. and all those things. What would you say to a parent who's not a pastor, not a you know formal part of mm-hmm. staff, um, and they're just trying to figure out? I know you talked about kind of the rhythms of yeah. How do you how do you even just start? Like, what's the basics of incorporating prayer into your family's life?
1: Well, well one understanding it's going to be your family, and it's going to be very different from uh, from anybody else's family. I mean, okay. I, there's all these. False expectations of, you know, you're going to do a family devotion. It's going to be 30 minutes. It's got to be around the dinner table. It's got to be. And then you get into real life. Well, everybody has that good intention. We're going to right. do it. And it lasts for two nights, three okay. nights. Yeah. And then real life happens. Exactly. Uh, we learn to kind of find those gaps. Hmm. Uh, where Where's the time where you're sitting and waiting? Hmm. Like you okay, said in yeah. the car, that's right. We're sitting in the car, mm-hmm. where or or the boys are dressed. I'm dressed. We're waiting on Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's five or ten minutes. Yeah, um, in the car going to school. Uh, of course, they would ask me. Uh, what are you preaching on Sunday? Okay, mm-hmm. we would okay. Let me tell you what I'm preaching on, and and we would go over that. But even when I was little, I would ask Daddy, "What what are you reading?"
0: Right. It's the natural. It's the natural
1: conversation. Or so so yeah. you just look for those in between moments mm-hmm. and and kind of let it happen out of the out of the overflow of uh, of of your, of your time together. Yeah. There's nothing worse than than trying to force it and just choking the life out of it mm. um, you know prayer is a gift yeah. uh, scripture study is a gift mm. and it is supposed to bring joy to the believer's life right and right. when it becomes drudgery then I think you have missed you've, the, that uh, you've missed yeah, yeah you've missed the whole point yeah of, of that
0: I know that um my mom was um she grew up in a in a home that did not um Celebrate uh, the Christian faith. And so she was trying to figure out these habits and mm-hmm. what it meant on her own. Um, and uh, and so, um, but she knew um, a shorthand. I don't know if you know right. what shorthand right. is, but she was a secretary mm-hmm. and used shorthand. And I remember when I discovered that she had all of her prayer notes in shorthand. Oh,
1: my word.
0: And so I knew my name in shorthand. So I knew when How many she was times praying she had prayed for me. For you. Yeah. yeah, and so even now, just could you tell if she was angry praying well, by the like, by oh, the is thickness this an of the layers? <laughs> That's right.
1: What <laughs> is this? You know.
0: But we had so much fun when we were um, going through her Bible one day, and I just said, "Can tell? I mean, can you tell me what this one's about?" And she would just laugh. She said, "You know, I can't tell exactly what I was praying for, right. you, but um, that that meant something to me." So mm-hmm. even in her own way of journaling mm-hmm. the, her prayers and um, and. I think it's just...
1: Jeannie Jeannie would give the boys back rubs at night.
0: Okay.
1: And when she would, I say tuck them in. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, But this was when they were in seniors in high school. So, Hmm. you know, you can't say you tuck a senior in high school into bed. (laughs) But they would call her. They would yell at her. Come rub my back. And and she would talk to them. And we found out there's a couple of things. One, it's dark. Hmm. They're not looking directly at her. Right. Uh, They can feel her touch. It's Mm -hmm. safe. And so they would be really, really honest with her. Hmm. And and she would pray over while she gave the back rubs. Wow. So that's that's one of the stories that they still tell. I love that. And sometimes they they would say we would make up things to, for you to pray for while because you were doing such a good job with the back rub. We just didn't <laughs> want to get we just didn't want to get a up. So <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Well, I know um, just from our student ministry, one of the um, a, a very special time that we have and you've been a part of that as um, graduations today. Right. And when you call all the families around the sanctuary and uh, they pray over that graduate, um, we've had students tell us that's the first time that they've heard, heard yes, yeah, uh, you their know, parent pray for them.
1: Um, I would hope that that every child has the privilege of hearing their parents call their name in prayer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's something about the, the, hearing someone the, talk, uh, talk to, to Jesus you, on you, your yeah, behalf. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the three of you are together. Yeah. You, you know, Jesus, you and your friend right, or right. your parent, and have that person pray for you. Uh, there is something about a parent praying for a child and calling out that child's essence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That, that is one of the strongest things of accountability. Yeah.
0: Thanks for listening in on the conversation. If you want to find out more about Dr. Mike Glenn, you can go to MikeGlennOnline.com or you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Glenn. You can also download a free copy of 170 Ways to Love Your Spouse on his website, MikeGlennOnline.com.